0: Good morning everyone. I am here in Denver, Colorado. I'm sitting outside at the Starbucks. (coughs) There's a Starbucks right across the street from our hotel. (sighs) Mm. And I am today having a venti soy caramel latte, which is all I would hope it would be. It always makes me happy to see a Starbucks nearby because I can use my app to pay for it, which is easier to track. There is a Pete's Coffee in the hotel, sort of, you know, like right there in the lobby as you go out the door, and their pretty umbrellas are staring accusingly at me. Their umbrellas are orange, and opposed to the Starbucks green umbrellas. And it's, um, you know, they had a big sign in the elevator, too, with the Pete's Coffee and handcrafted, and I know many people have many opinions on this topic. That's the sound of the 16th Street trolley going by. It's really a bus. I don't know why we call it a trolley. Trolley's more romantic. It rings like a trolley. Did you hear that, the little bell? So anyway, I um, am just a Starbucks girl. I like the consistency of it. Um, I really want to... Experiment with handcrafted. Although I have to allow that I really do like the flavor of Pete's Coffee, so I might try them out. Still, the location with this being Sunday before RWA National Conference. There's a few people starting to come in today. The board came in yesterday in their meeting today, which thankfully I'm not on, and as opposed to like the Cephala conferences where I would be in board meetings. So I suspect that that Pete's coffee being right in the hotel lobby will be the one that gets crazy with lines out the wazoo, which is what happens usually by about the Friday morning, Friday or Saturday morning of conference. It's just crazy. Uh, So hopefully the Starbucks will be a refuge. I was thinking about like trying early to tip the baristas at Starbucks big bucks so that they'll remember me, but I don't think it would make any difference. It's all the strategy of people who get into the conference early. (laughs) So I'm sitting here out on the street and it's a lovely morning. There's a really cool sculpture of dancing women across the street. I'll have to take a picture of this and post it with the podcast so that you guys can see the view. Uh, Beautiful planters spilling with flowers everywhere. They have great planters all along the rails. Starbucks has like one of those little fenced off cafe areas, like every place along 16th Street Mall really does. So um, they have those sort of rectangular planters along the rails, and everything's blooming. <clears throat> it's a lovely time of year to be here. It's supposed to get a lot of rain today here in Denver, so probably not much pool time, which is all right because I, today is big work day. Uh, Dorinda and I met up yesterday and then drove in. And we had a reasonably good drive. We had a lot of fun talking. I never ended up making her podcast with me because we were just chatting about everything and anything. and It, it was a really great conversation. We rarely get that much time to talk to each other. But there ended up being, there's just so much traffic on the Front Range these days. uh, Denver, with having legalized marijuana in in Colorado, not California, (laughs) in Colorado, um, the economy here is just booming like it's unbelievable. So much construction and so many new businesses and so many people moving here and so much traffic. And the infrastructure has not kept up with it. So... We were using Waze, and thank you, Waze, the app is really handy because it alerts you of trouble ahead. And twice, Waze uh, sent up an alert saying, major crash ahead on I-25, rerouting. So once in Pueblo, we got off the interstate and kind of, she routed us through the different streets of town and got us back on I-25 on the other side of the wreck. Which was nice, because once we got back on I-25, there were, like, practically no cars, because most of them were all stuck behind that wreck. And then it happened again in Denver, and we ended up getting off, um, for those of you familiar with the city, we ended up getting off at... uh, I love uh, you, Sombrero. I love it. Thank you very much. You look like a cleanest good wife. (laughs) Thank you. I have my big black hat on, so that was the uh, happy complement of the sombrero which i don't think is accurate i mean i know sombrero is spanish for hat but i think that a sombrero is a specific kind of hat but that might be splitting hairs Uh, so anyway it happened again and we ended up getting off for those of you familiar with denver at the orchard exit and being routed around uh ways took us around and put us back on at hampton so avoiding that wreck too so all in all, our I padded our trip by about an hour. I would figured that we would get to the hotel at 4.45, that we would have to leave the hotel again by 6.15, take us 15 minutes to get to Book Bar for the reading, um, half an hour before the reading. So, all of our padding got taken up by the rerouting, but thank goodness we weren't sitting behind two big wrecks, and we did have the padding. We ended up checking into the hotel at about 5.30. We had trouble checking in, so that took us another 15, 20 minutes. Got up to our room, did our quick turnaround to make ourselves into uh, audience-worthy author types instead of drug-out road fools. Got called for the car from valet again. Um, that took a long time. We ended up, like, getting back in the car at, like, 640. And I think we pulled up to Book Bar at 659. Thankfully, there wasn't much traffic on the way there. I had kept checking to see if the traffic was building up, but it was a Saturday evening. So, oh, fortunately, that wasn't me. too bad. This is a whole picture. <laughs> that was... Um, the Jesus guy going by. He has a big sign that says, Commit a random act of kindness, which I think is probably worthy enough, regardless of what you believe in. I never understand why the ad, random acts of kindness have to be random. I can't? I suppose it's supposed to be that you're not kind only to people that you like, but... It's hard to be random this is where i get overly persnickety it's like with sombreros you know it's like is it truly randomized you know it's unless you're actually using a random number generator of some sort it's impossible for human beings to be truly random these are the things that bother me so we got to book bar and everything was fine i sort of dumped duringa out she had me drive at that point she had driven all the way up um, in this, she has this big, gorgeous Mercedes Benz. I don't know what it is. She said it's like basically an SUV with the back chopped off, but it's big and it's tall and it was hard for me to see out of it. She drove all the way up because she gets motion sickness if she doesn't drive. But um, when we were doing our fast turnaround, she said, well, I think I better have you drive since you know downtown Denver streets and traffic better than I do because I grew up here. It's a lot changed, but I am pretty adept at city driving, but it was funny not being able to see out of the car very well and feeling pressure to get to Book Bar. And so we sort of came screeching up to Book Bar. And Drita hopped out and she took out her suitcase full of swag and my big box of books. And she, um, and I sort of left her there on the corner <laughs> and went to look for parking. And by the time I came back, people had come out and helped her and she was inside and they had the books and had us all set up and had a bunch of people there. I don't know what the eventual count was, but um, J.L. Forrest, who runs this, it's the um, science fiction and fantasy reading series. It's uh, every, let's see, every other month on the second Saturday of the month at 7 o'clock at Book Bar in Denver uh, out on Tennyson Street. And so he said it was a great turnout and it seemed like a great turnout. Um, Everybody there was listening to us which I think makes it different than most places you know a lot of times you do those events at like coffee shops or cafes and that sort of thing and you always have several people who are there uh, you know having their own conversations and determinedly not listening to the authors it was also very nice because the bar has wine and beer and little um, appetizer type tapas plates that looked really good I didn't get to try any but they looked yummy and they also have, you know, like the espresso machine and all of that. And I thought it was extraordinarily uh, considerate of them that they shut down the louder machines. They didn't run the espresso machine while we were reading or talking. And I only realized it afterwards because then they said, uh, you know, okay, we're, going, you know, we're done with the main part of the program. Please stay, have more drinks and food. and uh, You can have an espresso now if you want And I realized that they hadn't run that machine because I have done this before. I have done uh, signings and meetings at various locations uh, where there is an espresso bar, you know, and they turn on like that steamer and it makes a huge hissing sound and, you know, it sort of screams while you're trying to talk and it, it really is unbearable. You try to be gracious and ignore it because, you know, people need their drinks. But um, it was really nice not to have to do that. And as soon as I got there, they gave me a glass of cava, Blanc de Blanc, and that was delicious. And they gave me another one later. And nobody, I tried to pay for it, nobody let me. So I don't know if JL comped that for me or if Book Bar did. But regardless, thank you very much. And then... Um, so everybody all around, we, had, we were sort of like in a little living room seating area, on, and so there are all sorts of little people on couches, and Dorinda and I were on a couple of high stools, and so was JL. He sat there with us, and he did a great job of moderating, asking us questions, um, but then there were more distant tables, you know, sort of people like by the windows and back by the bar. A lot of people sitting at have sort of a, a very nice long bar, you know, like you would expect at a bar. And uh and all the people there were swiveled around and listening to us and uh we had a great time. We both read and um and then people asked great questions and JL moderated and then people hung out afterwards and we chatted about writing and about books and uh my friend from high school, Maren Untight was there. Or Antiet, I forget which it is, Maren, sorry, I think it's Antiet. Uh she came out so that was really great. And uh, we went around the corner to um, an Italian restaurant called Parisi. And we got there pretty late. I hadn't been watching the time because I'd had my phone stowed away and everything and sort of being led willy-nilly by various people. I knew we were going to get kicked out of Book Bar at 10. But it wasn't until we left Parisi and got in the car and it was... um, almost 11 it was 10 to 11 at that point so i don't know if we got to parisi much before 10 but we had a wonderful dinner it was a northern italian food and i had a gamboni shrimp on this kind of caramelized polenta squares here goes the trolley going the other way If I was doing my podcast here every day, I could probably measure the timing. Let's see, the first one was at 7 minutes, and now it's at 12 minutes. So I bet there will be another one at 17 minutes. We'll see if I'm still talking by then. So, um, oh, but yeah, the the meal. And it was, um, you know, like that, just beautifully, beautifully fresh and, uh, you know, barely, not barely cooked, but, you know, so that it wasn't tough at all, very tender and beautifully spiced. And it was served with a steamed spinach and kind of a balsamic reduction it was amazing so I highly recommend all of that if you are in the Denver area and for anyone who's here for the RWA conference you know it's just a 15 minute ride out there and book bar was so much fun it was a great bookstore run by fantastic enthusiastic people I mean the very best kind of indie bookstore and with also a bar I know I can't quite get over this but you know where can you shop for books and have a glass of wine or sit there and peruse a book and have a glass of wine and have your tapas. It was um, wonderful and a great little neighborhood with uh, fantastic shops. Uh, it would be a great place to go and hang out. And I guess um, Marin lives out in that neighborhood. And When I was growing up here in Denver, that was not a great neighborhood, but now it's uh, completely renovated and just beautiful. Probably can't buy a house there with the... <laughs> <laughs> economic boom in Denver. But you know, you could try. And there were lots of people out. It was gorgeous warm evening and so it was nice. And then uh Dorinda, excuse me, Durinda and I came back to the hotel and crashed immediately. And she's still asleep now. She said she'd sleep till about eight thirty or nine. And I just really don't sleep that late. Although I did sleep till about a quarter of seven. So, I've got a reasonable amount of sleep. We'll see. I'll report on this all week. How much sleep am I really getting? So, shall we see here? Make sure this doesn't cut off in the recording. Last night, I got 6 hours and 29 minutes. So, that's that's pretty reasonable. I usually shoot for 7 hours a night, but considering something like this going on, that's, that'll work out just fine. So, so today's just me, but... Um, As conference ramps up I will get other people to join me no doubt there may be people like walking by and saying hello so we'll grab them and have them join in on the chatting if you have requests for people we could try (laughs) let me know Um, yeah so today's work uh, Dorinda has a bunch of work to do. I do too. I need to do my word horse blog post. So I will do that next. In fact, I should start booting up my laptop instead of just sitting here looking around while I talk. Oh, that latte is good. That makes me happy. All right get that puppy going. So I'm going to do my word horse. Oh, it's not word horse anymore. I still say that. Um, SFF7 blog post uh, topic today is when do you abandon a project? Which is interesting because that was a a question that people were asking about last night because JL had asked us how we, um, like what was currently in production for us and I'd mentioned some of the projects that I've set aside that some of you know about like Arrows of the Heart and uh, Um, sorcerer's (laughs) moons and saying yes I'm still getting back to those things and somebody asked me if that was usual to have things in progress and set things aside like that I didn't know how to answer that but we ended up talking about how when you're a newbie writer in particular that you really need to make sure to finish things that you need to uh, really stick through it and finish a book and I think that's really true it's different for me to get halfway through arrows of the heart and be forced to set it aside because I have to meet another deadline because I've written a lot of books now and I know how I can um, I know I can come back to it and pick it up pretty fast but that's really an acquired skill Let's let trash can guy go by and uh, and, and I there was a time when I would not have been able to do that so so let's see what was I saying okay so I'm going to do those blog posts I will talk about them when you abandon a project which I, I wonder what I'm going to say about that we'll see won't we <clears throat> oh look at this here it is 17 minutes and 28 seconds and there goes the trolley Well, I guess I've got a regular schedule. Good for you, Denver. Uh, and then I'm going to work on Orchid Throne. I've had um, about 92,500. I love you much. <laughs> thank you. Same guy. So, so I need to find the ending in there. But I think I know what I'm going to do. I did make... I made Dorinda... Talked to me about some ideas in the car and she had some really good ideas which were really helpful and on Friday night when I was packing I talked to um, Grace on the phone, Grace Draven and made her help me and that that was great. So I think I know it, it's sort of, um, you know, I talk George R. R. Martin uses the analogy of being a gardener where you plant seeds and you grow the plants and then see what you get and a lot of times, you know, like I'll get this flower that's an extraordinary and interesting flower but I'm not sure exactly what it is to extend the analogy and my writer friends help me figure that out and I'm like well what do you think it is and they're like well could it be a rose you could make it be a rose you could make it be a poppy uh, so that's that's really helpful I really appreciate it when I can get my friends to help and it's always fun to do that for other people too it's always much more fun to write someone else's book my mother always says it's more fun to clean someone else's kitchen I think it's a similar (laughs) similar thing so I think I will get to work then it was lovely chatting with you all thank you for sharing my first cup of coffee of the day my first venti of the day it may be my only venti of the day if I'm wise and you all have a good one and I will talk to you tomorrow bye